episode 17 here with my good man, my old friend, not Derek, <laughs> enough of Derek, different Lakers fan though. My man Avery, what's up, Avery? Hey, what's up, y'all? How's yeah. it going? Yeah, man. Good to be on here, man. I know this has been like what two months in the making, right. almost. That's like what I'm saying, it's a lot of a lot of fulfillment here today. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is my fault that you know it didn't happen, but you oh, know we're here now. We're yeah, here, so that's all that matters. matters. See, there we go. See, look, <laughs> look at it. Look at the girl's <laughs> great mind. Exactly, exactly. So we're gonna talk. Obviously, we're gonna talk Lakers. You know, I gotta make fun of the Lakers a little bit, even though. No, they got Anthony Davis. I'm going to still talk about them. But before we get into all that, we're going to have to discuss, you know, my man's business venture. You know, we do a little interview first. Uh, so we're just going to get right into it. Um, you know, tell people, you know, what you're all about, what's going on. Um, you know, the factory. Um, you know, give us a quick breakdown and then we'll kind of go into like how it all came about. You know, but just tell us, you know, what that is. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm uh, the co-host of uh, the factory on full service radio with my good friend Matt Jackson. Uh, we've been doing it for about a year now, um, ever since last May, over at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, um, and it's really been a manifestation of what we've been doing so far. Um, just curating music for the last like two years, and um, really just sticking with what we had already been doing and loving. For a long time because uh, we have been on the radio since college so um, so yeah we just conduct interviews with local artists upcoming artists um, DJs anyone who's in town really if you're in the DC area touch down like link up and you know we're going to rattle the epo so so I guess explain a little bit what you mean by curating mm -hmm. music like what exactly is curating what is, that, um, what is that verb? It's 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 a bougie verb, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. It's definitely a bougie verb, but it's um it's it's just modern, you know, bullshit. With, I can cuss on here, right? Yeah. All right, you know. No, we're, just, I mean, I like how you ask after you cuss. You did uh, not say that before. <laughs> you cuss, let a let a curse word off, and now you're like, wait, I could do that, right? Like we've been sitting here. I've been setting up this sound for like thirty <laughs> minutes, trying to figure this shit out. Not once did cursing come up. And then he's going to let one fly and be like, oh, by the way, like, you know, your mom's not listening. My mom does listen to this, but that's okay, yeah, too. You can still curse. Let him right, fly. Cool, yes, cool. we could. <laughs> this is non-rated. You know, it's for the kids, but also no rating. So, we're going, so go ahead. <laughs> Fair enough. Hell yeah, man. It's, uh, but curation is like online music curation is really just combing through uh, all of those songs that you probably don't like on YouTube and SoundCloud and everything else and try to find gems in that and try to string together playlists and, you know, just any sort of, well, it could be live events, it could be, but just organizing those artists or their music in a way where people can better digest them because it's honestly just too much music now. Really, it's a lot of it really music. is. It's overwhelming. It's, it is really watered down. It's a good and bad thing. It's, it's a lot of it's, options, it's but it's also watered down as well. It's it's people, and that's from artists that you know. It's a lot of music. Yeah. So when yeah. it comes to music discovery, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Really. A whole it's, other time commitment. Yeah, it's it's scary. Like people leave SoundCloud links under viral tweets. Like, yeah, like crazy. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't. I not once have I like thought. You know what? I'm gonna click this link and actually mm. see if they. I've never. <laughs> 
I never have done that. So I don't know if that's an effective way to do it, but I guess some people end up clicking. Yeah. Just like, off, like, you know, there's going to be a lot of eyes on the tweet, so yeah. you play the numbers game, if, you know, a hundred, if a hundred thousand people see this tweet, like, even if a thousand, like, yeah. less than one percent of the people click, that's still a thousand new fans or a thousand new listeners you didn't have before. So, I mean, I respect yeah. the vision. I see the grind. Yeah. It's just, you know, y'all not getting me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, y'all not getting me that way. Yeah, man, it's um, it's definitely a, a dedication job. You know, you go through a lot of just really trash submissions sometimes, but you also really have great moments, like where you're like, "Whoa, this person just totally like blew all of my expectations right. or anything away," and I need to like reapproach this. And, right, right. You know, so it's it's a cycle, and you know, it's 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 definitely cool. Um, so essentially, you're like. Doing what DJ Khaled does. Almost. <laughs> sort of. Almost. Because like, that's all I he did. Isn't, isn't that what, how he makes albums I need nowadays? To drop, yeah. He, he, but he says he's a DJ. But like, but, I, I, I actually probably do more. I don't want to say this, but I probably do more DJing than DJ Khaled. Damn. At this point. Damn. I saw I was about to have a word with you. I just, I, he probably will. <laughs> he probably will. I got to leave him the, the little like message like Kill yeah. Bill. Like, yeah, yeah. Beatrice. Yeah, you throw off you better problem with what I said. We you know we can squ- we can squash this beef in like fifteen years. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> but I, I don't know. You know, I I DJ at the radio station sometimes. Like when we're having um when we're not doing interviews, we'll like take our mixes of the latest stuff from all the last month and just throw it all together and try to really, you know, get a good ebb and flow to everything, you know, so people can get updated all while, you know, basically do what a lot of algorithms try to do. That's the tough thing. Right. Um, yeah, it's true. You got Apple Music making like like playlists off of like what your suggested likes and like Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It. So, Even so doing a little bit of it. So right? is that like your main competition? Like computers? Yeah. Computers? Yeah, for sure. Like is other computers and, and of course like other human curators, but computers are coming for all of our jobs. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's just the truth. Um, they can't do it just as well yet um, because there's only like a few things that they actually can do, right. I feel like. Um, but yeah, man. Like, <laughs> so, when, so, when you're, so when you're curating, like obviously you said like there's a lot of music out there. Right. So, so like what's your process in terms of like where do you look? Like how do you narrow it down? Because mm-hmm. I, I imagine that like this is a very time, it can be a very time consuming process, just shuffling through stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, so I guess walk me through that, like walk me through, I guess your process of narrowing something down or like your, what your search is. And mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's tedious, but it's, it's cool. Um, you gotta check all your channels. You gotta check your Apple music, your Spotify, your, cause it's all split up between all the big streaming platforms, of course. Um, I've been blessed that, you know, people send me their stuff and they're like, Hey, check me out. I want to, you know, you know, be on your playlist or give me an interview. Like some, that's really rude. Some people actually ask me that they'll, they'll like email, like off rip. They'll like send one song, be like, how y'all get interview on? <laughs> <laughs> so now that you heard me, that's always great. <laughs> um, one, some of those actually turn out to be good. We may not get an interview, but. It'll be a, you know, maybe a dope song. We'll say, like, hey, you know, let's go out to dinner first. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let me see if if I actually want to hear what you're saying when you're not on a beat. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, 
but the process of whittling down stuff is it, you got to use computers too. Right. Like um, it's almost like just finding the best ways to seek out stuff on like Google search almost where you're um, just going through songs you already know you like from a certain area. Um, certain platforms are really good with locational stuff. Right. Like Bandcamp. Bandcamp's really good because you can put a proximity on where you're getting the music. Okay. So that makes it easier to sort of classify. Like, all right, this person's from here. This sound is from here. This is this. Are you trying to mostly get like DMV artists or um, like is your search kind of primarily like DMV stuff? Yeah, like um, just because we operate mainly out of the line. So it just makes everything easier. Um, and plus that's what we're drawn to. It's what we know. It's what, what we want to cover. Um, this, you know, this area's whole interaction with hip hop is kind of interesting to say the least. Um, so it's definitely warranted a, a little interest, definitely on the curation side. And, um, but that's not to say that we only look at, cause I'll find myself randomly looking up cause I'll be fascinated with certain area sounds. Like I'll be finding out something's going on in Oakland right now that just is really weird and wacky and alternative or, I'll be just trying to find what's going on. What what are they into right now in Berlin? Uh, because Berlin is always two steps ahead of people, probably every time. I mean, <laughs> they're easy to count on. I, just stuff like that. Just trying to hone in on trends while at the same. Trying to predict trends while at the same time being updated on the current trends. Right, yeah. right, and just really fleshing that out because people can have an interest in say like a DMV flow or a DMV rap scene right now. Right, like. We can have a whole debate about Zanman or like other artists. I used like to not that. be a believer. I'm a believer now. You're a believer. All I'm right. A believer. See, that's all it takes, though. Like, <laughs> it just takes a little time. Like, get, let it let it marinate. Because you see, when it was, it was, once you was like you were able to process it from a source you trusted. Like, it's like all right. Well, if it's some dude out there that you don't really trust, it's harder. To, it's, it's almost impossible to listen to music. I can't just. You know, even though it's in my job, like, right, right, to sort of go out and find the unknowns and get music from them, it's still hard. Like my human nature for myself personally, like for right. what I listen to and like to listen to for myself, uh, I don't like just getting stuff from random people. Like most <laughs> time, I want to get it from my friends. Like so, I, you know, right, right, people you trust. So like, right. So if someone sends you like, hey, like, boom, I send you a random song. Mm -hmm. What's like, what's your cutoff for like, all right, this song's trash. Like what, how, like how do you gauge? It's if weird this is gonna be because some some trash stuff is is flames as well. <laughs> like, in like weird ways. I mean, that's like, like half my music library. That's how it started out with. Um, that's how Playbook Cardi exists. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like it's like sometimes it's just like garbage and you can't like mess with it, and then other times it's just gold, it, and and we can't explain why it just. Really it's just like it's like bro, this is it. Like is I don't it know right what now. it like, is, but it is it. It's like, like sometimes you just get it. It's so weird. <laughs> out there it's a baby voice it may be whatever the rapper may be punching in every other bar he may be you know so offbeat but like sometimes it just gets it like I don't listen to Blueface personally I don't but there's been a few times Blueface is I, I've heard him on a beat we're like okay uh, I've yeah, like, seen the appeal definitely like I know I don't like feel the appeal 100% but I can get it I definitely get it so when it's people like, whether it's um, Zen Man, Young Manny, um, any of the young dudes really going at it right now, 
it's, you know, it usually marinades and I'm able to come around to it if I don't automatically get it. Cause I'm usually just interested off rip. Right. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to get old, even though I am. It's, like, <laughs> it's going to get the butt, like sooner or later, we're going to be out of touch. Yeah. And, like it's, it slowly happens, but I mean, you can see it every day on Twitter with like people, millennials talk about like Gen Zers. Like they're completely different, right? And they are, but they aren't. But like the differences are going to going to just get more exaggerated, right? Like I mean, like kids who've just grown up their whole lives with iPhones, right? Like at the age eight, yeah, like an iPhone, and it's like it's crazy, you know? Because you, like I said, like to our parents or whatever, we're like you know all hip in the know and stuff. But mm-hmm. there's kids who've grown up who are in high school right now and don't know anything about like dial-up internet, nothing, a flip phone, nothing, you know, like. And the stuff was like, damn, like, if we talk to them about our childhood, then now we're going to feel old as hell. Oh, off, off rip. <laughs> like, they're going to talk about, you remember George Bush? George, yeah, like, right? Like They're going to talk about, like, you know, stuff like, oh, yeah, my, my brother is old as hell. He uh, he was alive when 9-11 happened. Yeah, right. And like, it's just going to be like, damn. What do you I mean? Am like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ancient, but it's, you know. So it's, it's the fight. It's the perpetual fight. It's all relative, too. Yeah, it's cool because, you know. There's people like, and, and it's great because it's what I've been able to do with the factory has really helped someone like my dad stay up to date. Like he wants to stay up to date with music, even though he doesn't get it. <laughs> he still wants to know what's going on. Like even you know, if even if you don't like it, it's good to just you know be aware. Yeah, like he likes to keep up to date with stuff like that, just so he doesn't feel like uncultured. I guess you could say. So he, uh, you know. Us have like a SoundCloud page. I made him a SoundCloud. He goes and <laughs> listens to our broadcasts and stuff. So it's, it's dope. I love that. Like, he's yeah, my dad be listening to yeah, wild, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Wi Fi God. Does he, yeah, I'm gonna say, does he even know what they're saying? He's no. Like, <laughs> no. Sometimes he does, though. He'll ask me about a lyric and I'll just act like I didn't hear him. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain that. I'm not gonna break the news to him. It's not gonna be me. So, what's. What's your, what's the vision here? Like, what's what's you know for the factory? Like, what do you see um, the vision being? What's the, what's what's the end goal? Actually, you know what? Hold that question. Because how did this start? I know you said you were interested in this before mm-hmm. we get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. How did this come? Like, what made you decide? You know, essentially, like making playlists, like mm-hmm. discovering music was like a thing. Yeah. That you want, like A wanted to do, B right. could monetize or see yourself monetizing in some way in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, to the point where like if if it I'm sure if this is goals goes perfect, like this would be your day job. This would be your job. Oh yeah. So like what 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 was the inspiration for you to decide that this was that? Um well I've just always been into music. Like you know that for you page on Apple Music, the yeah, little yeah. heart page. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted that in my life, like, where, <laughs> where you can see what your other friends are listening to and like right, right. snoop on them. Like, ooh, like, what's this? <laughs> like, like still shit. I've always wanted to like do that. I've always been curious to like what other people are listening to. So that was just off rip. That was it for me. Um, and then it later grew into I just became super into all forms of media. I couldn't choose because I was like super young at the time. Right. Um, so I was into sports. I was into, you know, all, all just forms of journalism at the time. Tech stuff. I was into, you know, of course, music. Um, 
historical fiction, just anything you could name. I just like was kind of into it, and then it sort of all lined up when um, you know, like music and journalism collided in the blog era, and right. like the blog era kind of brought everything full circle because it's like now people who aren't double XL magazine can have an opinion about the music they listen to and it matters. Yeah. And like the artists hear it and other publications hear it. And here now we have like this weird bridge between some person with headphones on in their house and, you know, people who are actually searching for whatever is going to be the next thing in music. So it, when all that happened, that's when Thank You For Not Snitching started. Right. And we were on board with that. Um, and I was a writer. I was doing writing with them um, and doing that for a while. And then later did the radio show uh, out Salisbury where um, I had gone to school at. Um, and it was just a lot of like, it was just a lot of stuff going on at the time, honestly. Um, yeah, this was what, like 2012 like This is from like 2012 to 2014. 14, 15. Right. And it was, it was, it was awesome. It was like an awesome time, honestly. Like, because I was also, I started radio broadcasting from the time I got into college just because I was curious, but I never thought to combine the two. Right. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I gotta, I, I gotta ask uh, my co host that, but um, yeah, like I uh, was broadcasting with. Lionel from Bowie, we had a show um, uh, on our college radio station for a while. We were just That's adding new music, right, whatever right. we wanted to hear. We were like, oh, they don't have this song. Like, <laughs> they don't have Travis Scott's new mixtape. So we're just going to go to the studio tomorrow and just upload it and play the whole thing on air. <laughs> and just talk in between the songs. <laughs> like, you know, just going out there and like just throwing shit at the wall, you know. Um and so, you know, stuff eventually stuck, though, the, the reps that got you around were incredibly valuable, valuable because, you know, it just got me comfortable talking on a mic. It got me comfortable broadcasting, familiar with all the different formats and things like that. And, um, you know, sort of the different functions of a broadcasting station. And, you know, it was a good familiarization process, to say the least. Um, and so bringing that back to um, the blogging, um, there was a disagreement with the blog at the time. And so I think the last thing we were told was, you know, you know, all love to everybody, but it was like, you know, start, if you don't know like what's going on, start your own. And so, you know, that threw, it threw me for a loop. But when I came back from being down about everything, um, sort of the stuff that I had talked to my co-host at the time about, he had gone and sort of started fleshing out this idea for this own home because, you know, we were doing our own thing. So we did need that, you know, channel for ourselves because we had our own, like, vision about stuff too. So um, by the time I came back from that summer, it was like, yeah, the factory, let's go, let's do this. And it was primitive at first. It was like it went through all these stages, but it's like grown into something I I really love right now, and um, I still think it has a lot of promise and a lot of room to grow. Um, and I've just loved every like looking back. I just 
I've loved the whole process of it. I'd do it all again. Like it's it's been dope. Like I've learned, you know, crazy amount of like stuff just from working with everyone I've gotten to touch base with through this music like stuff through you know broadcasting media whatever so it's it's, it's been a lot man <laughs> I know, I, the least. no I, I, I feel that no 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 it looks man the <laughs> podcast is is when you're allowed to rap you know if you true. weren't rapping I'd be I'd be worried true on the true. podcast I'd be worried this be a oh, short podcast hey, trust me that's like number one pet peeve <laughs> on Sundays man we get an artist in there and it's like yeah so tell us about uh yeah your mixtape we know we loving it we loving it yeah and they're like yeah it's out in June. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, come check my shit. Shot, shot the video with my man. Yeah, he my shooter. We was in the studio, you know, <laughs> making that shit happen, you know, so just, you know, check me, you know, June 21st. Yeah, just, oh, man, <laughs> that, that, that gives me mad anxiety when that starting to happen, but... Um, you gotta start filibustering, and you're like, so, uh, yeah. No, man. So, <laughs> so now that you're here, mm-hmm. you know, where do you see it going, you know, like, Clearly, there's a lot of potential, you know, you guys are, it's great now for you guys, I would mm-hmm. imagine, you know, with the whole streaming situation, just with how yeah. the music industry is, like, mm-hmm. you got, you know, obviously you're in prime, a prime area to take advantage of, you know, the fact that everyone streams stuff, you know, yeah. if people were buying physical copies of stuff, you guys probably wouldn't be, you know, able to have the same impact that you have, or the potential to have the impact that you're hoping to have, if right. we were, so... With that being said, um, you know, what's next? Where, where are you going from here? Where do you want to go from here? Um, just uh, searching wider and wider streams. Like, we, we're talking about streaming. is, you know, getting to that metaphorical river of sorts. You know what I'm saying? And being able to take your content to that next level of distribution where it's this body of water or the stream of content is going to touch so many more people now because it leads out into all these other little streams and right. just finding out those bigger sources of distribution for sure um, because we have like bigger interviews and um, shows and concepts that we want to we give a crack at too who's been your best interview I won't ask who your worst is I won't no, I don't want you to put them out there. So, who's the best? <laughs> <laughs> I already know. As soon as I said worst, the first, I already it's, know somebody came to it's mind. It's funny because we, we just, I just was asked that by our last guest. They said, who's your worst interview on here? Or what's been your roughest or whatever? And, yeah, I had to answer all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, you know, there hasn't been, like, any train wrecks of an interview. Thank God. Um, we haven't had an everyday struggle situation mm. or anything like that where, you know, it's like, what's up then? But um, ah, best interview. Uh, it's hard to narrow one down. It's like picking. A, right, a give me, give me a top three then. Give me a top three. Top Since three, easy. Um, uh, no order. That's way better. Beautiful. Just because that was an awesome time in South by, uh, in Austin this year earlier this March. So you linked up with him in Austin. Yeah, yeah. He was down there to do a couple shows and. Um, to do stuff on behalf of Rock Nation and, you know, for visibility and things like that. Um, so that was definitely one. Just because it was beautiful. That's the craziest place I've ever interviewed somebody, like, so far. Like, we have a, a, a pretty cool setup in up at the line in D.C. in the fishbowl. But to be, a, oh, like, down there 
on the balcony outside and you're like, you know, however many, like 12 stories up, like looking at the Red River and like, you're like meeting Cutiful. It's just like, okay, wow, this is kind of <laughs> cool. Like, you know, like this is kind of dope as fuck. So, um, yeah, that's definitely one. That's definitely one. Um, another one that was really good uh, was recently um, our interview with a Virginia artist by the name of Opal D. She's awesome because just she's one of the most interesting people I've met. Period through music. Interesting. Like she makes everything. She makes her own beats, her own clothes, like everything you could think of. Her own bags, her own phone cases, like literally everything, bro. Damn. She's she's literally like creative god. <laughs> like she's she's serious with it. She can do it all. So um, definitely got to include her in there. Um, who who else is a is a really good really really good one and black fortune because black fortune is hilarious really black fortune is a hilarious dude he's he's great where's he from um he's from like pg like parkdale area like you know so like about like mid county like over there by like riverdale Atlanta. i don't want to misspeak on his hood right, I'm, right. Not, I'm not gonna put out a hood thing no, i mean no 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 need all we was looking for was a city you know that's all we was looking for we didn't need no affiliations i didn't even hey, know it was high school you know what I'm like, like just give me, you know the general area you know you covered it was it's sensitive waters with i mean it is i mean it, it is like, it is it'll be like yeah you know but you said i was from the hood i wasn't from <laughs> but it's like I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an accident that makes you feel better. It wasn't, you know, on purpose. Right. Like, yeah, he's from Davidsonville. I heard this nigga rap from Davidsonville. <laughs> like, it's like, nah, I ain't do that to you, bro. Like, I ain't gonna do that to you. Or like, I, I say, I seen this man rap from, uh, like, I'm just not gonna do that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> so who are some people that you hope to interview? Mm, okay. Yeah. I definitely want to interview Rico Nasty. She seems really interesting. She's I've gotten the chance to chill with her um a few times, like at uh this past year's South by of course, and then you know, uh last year's Trilectro, she did a show at U Haul. Okay. And um we were able to hang a little bit in the green room with her and Mr. Selective, go DJ, love you bro. And um yeah, she's all she's she's really cool, and laid back. Like you know, she's she's a she's a flowers girl. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. She's she's cool. Um, and she, but on the other side of everything, she's having this massive year where it's just like yeah, she came up like it's quick, right? Quick, you know. And it, it's not awesome like you know, uh, like how people think like Chance the Rapper came up. Right, right, right. It's just like I literally like blinked, and you're like on the face of Apple Music. She's literally been like growing this thing since since she had like a Lil Yachty remix on like the Hey Arnold track. Right. And ever since then, like that video, it's just like literally carried her. She's kept that momentum going. So now, like last week, she got on the Double XL freshman class. Yeah, that's crazy. So I gotta give it up to her. Uh, I definitely want to interview her, um, but not not yet, not yet, not yet. I gotta I gotta. I gotta see if she can keep going. Like, she, I'm gonna <laughs> see how far this can go. Like, I'm serious. Like, cause the momentum is literally, I, I'm, I'm, it's a curious case to say the least. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Um, I want to definitely interview Wale. You know, um, 
I just have stuff I want to ask Wale. True, a true DMV pioneer in a lot of ways. Always, you know, like people have mixed feelings, but that's what makes Wale, I feel like, a potential amazing interview. Like, you could have a, a great interview with Wale, but it's you just, could. It's up to you. You also got to make sure you ask the right questions. Yeah, if you ask the saying. wrong questions, it could be a short interview. Yeah, it, just it, based it, off his Twitter, his <laughs> how his Twitter works. <laughs> <laughs> It can, it can get pretty rough. Uh, it's gotten rough for a few people, but I, I like the. I almost like the challenge of that. It's like, oh, uh, like he has this reputation. Or you sure you want to go in there and yeah. do that? And it's like, kind of yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it kind of makes this not boring. You know, I mean, so, yeah. Keep it um, on your toes. Definitely that, and um, I want to interview some like. I want to do like a, a series one day with um, like producers. Where just like uh, we get to interview like all the producers, like all of them, like everyone yeah. from like Danny Wolf, the true, I, the true unsung heroes. Yeah, of the last like I feel what eight years, nine years, it's just been production driven. So it really I, has. I really, really want to sit down and, and do some cool stuff with uh, the producers in the game right now. Everyone from like TM eighty eight, Pierre, uh, Metro, of course, all the way back to like Lex Luger. Because he's like Godfather of like yeah. this whole trash. In a lot of ways, yeah. So, um, yeah, for for sure, uh, I definitely want to do that down the road. So Lex Luger and Zaytoven, Zaytoven, that's my that's always yeah, my Zay guy. Tiggy, <laughs> hey, we saw him in Atlanta um, at A three C recently, and he is hilarious. He he did this whole um, presentation for. Um, oh God, they're they're gonna kill me for for getting the the brand name. But it's this new service where uh, producers can find uh, samples that are cleared that they can get clearance from. Interesting. Um, and it it already does. You just pay a price, and it already has all the paperwork set. So you, if that song blows up potentially, it can not run into legal problems. Right, 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 right. Not get juice world. Yeah. <laughs> like it just have to give up ninety five percent of your streaming money. Because yeah, because you didn't go about it the right way. Yeah, and it's just now all of a sudden Sting has all your money. <laughs> he doesn't have all of Juice World's money, but he has all of Juice World's um, Lucid Dreams streaming money at least, or his label. Because goddamn, he's collecting it. That, that song blew up, and I know Sting was just sitting at home like smelling the roses. <laughs> just thank you, yeah, thank you, sir, for help for yeah. That's. I don't know. I've never been a big Juice World fan. That's a whole different yeah, thing. He just yeah. kind of came out of nowhere. Like Future tried to make me like him, but yeah. I refused. Like it still you know, didn't work. It might, it might have made work. me like Future less. Yeah, I was like, was like well, Future, why are you doing like this? Is something this guys don't match here. Like your Future, <laughs> he's Juice World. Why are you let alone doing a song together, a whole project? It was it was a super collab project year. I feel like. what was it twenty. That was like, that was 2018, 2017? It was like something 2017, like, 2018. Something like, like that. In the middle of there, where it was either the very beginning of 2018 or the very end of 2017, where everyone had a collab project with one another for some reason. I like collab projects, though. Yeah. Just just not overdone. Like, yeah. That period, it lasted for a little longer than I would have preferred. That's fair. But I'm sure the spirit will get back in there. I'm sure, like, Drake has another one dropping with someone soon, and... You know, but collab periods are better than beef periods. So are they? I think they are. Are they? I think I think beef periods for musically are super overrated. Like for the music, they're, they're kind of overrated. Really? I think I believe so. 
I, I really think it like takes away from the music at the end of the day. Like I don't I don't think like even like classic beefs. It is a whole other thing, but like even classic beefs, I don't think like the music is like Tupac's be- like diss tracks aren't hotter than his regular tracks to me. I mean, like hit him up. I would never listen to hit him up before any other Tupac track. Well, yeah, because nobody's like just like you know what, like like you know what, just fuck Biggie. I'm gonna just like, hit him up right now. Live through Tupac. Just like, like Ethan, he's just so angry. Like I would have been better off. Like going through Nas's Nas's whole discography as a young teen, if I didn't have to listen to Ether, I like it's cool that I, I understand it, but it was just like ah, this isn't the best. It's just like a lot of it's just a lot of hate. Like it's a lot of I don't know. I don't like all that negativity stuff because it has like real ramifications. Like it's serious stuff, man. Like people get offended and then. Before you know it, like, we're talking about headlines and... I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, it's easy to just, like, remove yourself from it and not look at these people as, like, human beings yeah. who are making this music. Like, it just... But it is entertaining. Like, it's it entertaining. Like, that's that's the rough thing that we grapple with as, like, lovers of music. It's like, you love music, but it's, like, this weird dissonance where you also don't care about musicians or... You know, even in like sports, like people love basketball, but are they like saying like, "Katie, you better get out there and play that next <laughs> game. You get paid three hundred million dollars." Like it's like, yeah, but like, can you put a price on an Achilles? I'm I'm sure do- some doctor could. Like, <laughs> I'm say, uh, like, I mean, it's still rough though. It's like I mean, it's a yeah. human person. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Again, it's a like, weird duality when, when you only see them on a TV screen or only hear them, like, yeah, you don't. Physically, you've never physically been in the same room as them. It's right. just hard to, I get like just speaking in general, hard mm-hmm. to you know put the human element side into yeah. it. Yeah, and like the more you get out there, the more it makes you respect whoever it is in whatever industry, like media, <coughs> excuse me, NBA, um, anyone really. I saw John Henson last night, by the way. Where? <laughs> Why? It just reminded me. I just. <laughs> I just seen John Henson. I don't even know what, what team is he even on. I don't even know what team he's on. The last time I heard of John Henson, he was like getting arrested in that jewelry store because they thought he didn't have enough money to buy, pay for a watch in Milwaukee. What? You didn't? You never heard about that? I did not hear about that. First off, yeah. Milwaukee is like the most segregated, like one of the most racist cities in America. What? Off rip, and that's like a fact. I'm unfamiliar with the Midwest. So yeah. You know, well, you, yeah. I, I trust your word. On yes. It. Yeah. Sadly, I'm too familiar with the Midwest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, like yeah, I, the last time I heard from John Henson, I'm not even sure, I don't even think he's on the Bucks anymore. But he was on the Bucks yeah. like two years ago, within a jewelry store, and was like getting racially profiled. Damn. Uh, you know, because it's like Milwaukee stuff, and then you know Sterling Brown is oh, on yeah, Milwaukee, yeah, yeah. and that, hey, yeah, that whole situation oh, with the police. Man. Uh, who was it? Malcolm Malcolm Brogdon came out and said Milwaukee's like super segregated. What? Like, he came out like two weeks ago and oh, said that. Oh man, Brogdon. Yeah. Brogdon. He's he, he reminds me of Cubs from my office, but um, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does not look like Oscar. But now I see. I have to find out where John Henson is right now. Yeah, what's, yeah. What's I told Henson? him he should come to the Lakers because we need a rim protector Gee. on everything. I told him that he was on the Cavs last. Okay, I did not know that. John Henson's trash, so yeah, he can be on the Lakers. Oh, man, go ahead, man. He can be on the Lakers. This is a great segue. We can start talking about basketball now. Clearly, you know, we got some Lakers. Uh, So so tell me, you know, how you feeling about the current situation 
Or the Lakers. You got LeBron. You got Anthony Davis. You got Kuzma. Yeah. You got Mo Wagner. Uh, Bonga. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think everyone who's currently on the roster. Who did you guys draft in the second round last night? So you got you got about six players in your team. How you feel? How you feeling? I'm feeling balanced. I'm not feeling head over heels, but I'm also not. A lot of people are saying the Lakers are the best team in the West now. They're tripping. A lot of people are saying. I mean, look, if you go to Vegas, Vegas right now, Vegas odds got the, them as the, the number one. That, yeah, literally. I mean, to be fair, they're, they're the best idiots. duo in the league right now. Maybe. There's not a better duo. It's just what, who's the rest I of the team? Even, I don't know that. I'm a Lakers fan. What's I up? I mean, that. I'm well, naming a better duo. Is Russell Westbrook and Paul George better? <laughs> not after that Blazers. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm just saying. Is McCollum and Lillard better? We don't know how hurt Paul George was. So, yeah, I can put it down. So, 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 yes or no, who's better? LeBron and AD or Paul George and Russell Westbrook? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, LeBron and AD. Okay, I'll tell you. So, I'm about to go through the duos. So right. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. I'll take LeBron and AD. Okay, uh... What other what other duos are out there? I don't know. I can't count anybody on the Warriors. It's Clay's hurt, KD's hurt, so no duo there. Yeah, uh, not next season. I mean, I don't know. I can't say nothing. I was gonna say Kawhi and Pascal, but we don't know if Kawhi's gonna be on. No the one Raptors. knows what Kawhi. What Kawhi's doing. doing? Yeah, we'll get to that. Bro. Yeah. So I don't know. So I mean, at the very least, y'all have a top Ben Simmons and yeah, Ben Simmons and Embiid. Yeah, I'll take them over. It. Yeah. I'll take that any day. You I'll take Vince Simmons and Embiid? Oh, no. Hell no. I'll oh, okay, take okay. AD and LeBron. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> After this last postseason, that's what I'm saying. what Vince Simmons did. I actually like that we missed the playoffs this year now. I mean... I, I think LeBron needed, actually yeah. needed, like, a rest-filled season. No, I mean, that's fair, because it's like, if y'all would have made the playoffs, I would have been a first-round exit. That's injuries. what I'm saying. So, like, like what's up? Just, you know, just get, get take us out of our misery. You know, put yeah. us down slow. Don't let us bleed out. I knew what was you up. Know? So, you know, so, yeah, that's fine. I'm cool with it. The LeBron needs some rest, man. He's in his 30s. He's like in his mid-30s. He's about to be 35 at the end of the year. See? In his 17th NBA season. I think you saw my tweet. He said 55K minutes. There's only five players in NBA history with more minutes. Like Malone? Yeah, like Malone, John Stockton, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, no. Bro, nobody. If you're talking active players, the next he's got like he's got like 18,000 more minutes than Vince Carter. <laughs> I think I and we're count, that. counting regular season and postseason. Mm-hmm. He's got wow. he's got almost twenty thousand more than Vince Carter. I heard something about that on the Simmons podcast. Yeah, like where they were talking about that, and it kind of made me think, like, yeah, damn. <laughs> and I forget because you know sometimes you get wrapped up in like, damn, he's so great, but it's like we're Lakers fans. We just seen this movie. Like, Literally, yeah. We've just it's seen it's crazy. Like not not even on a Lakers hater Lakers hatership, but like. <laughs> Y'all finally got LeBron right when, <laughs> right when the like, like he's not getting better. You're very no. the very best case scenario is that he like can stay the same, like yeah. that he can like push off his decline. That's the yeah. best case scenario right now. That and and then you know at least you have somebody now who you know LeBron can kind of chill and like Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, his thing. That, that's the main thing that keeps me level headed through all this roster mess and Rob Palenka mess and. Genie Bus, Kyle Kuzma mess, and all of that. It's a we got AD now. And yeah, it, it came at a very steep price, but I can't remember. Well, I can't remember the last time someone acquired like a mid twenty superstar. It was last year. It was Kawhi Leonard. Like, yeah, I mean Kawhi. It, it, you're it, can, it can pay off. Like he's I mean, he he ain't prime. no Kawhi. He's more Kyrie than Kawhi in terms of team success. 
Oh, team I mean, impact. Yeah, but sure. I but I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but teamed up with LeBron, though. That's what I'm know, saying. Yeah, exactly. 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 It's a big difference from... Shout out to Drew Holiday, but LeBron ain't Drew yeah, Holiday. Yeah, yeah, No, I feel that. But I... It's funny you bring up the the steep price. You don't have a problem with the steep price that y'all oh, paid. I, I, I've been had a problem with the steep price. I tweeted out, um, I think right a week before, or no, maybe a day before the trade went down. I just had a feeling in the air. I was like, it's coming too close up to the draft. Like something's got to give. Yeah. Like I'm gonna get a text on my phone from Watch in like two seconds or something. Like, and before you know it, it's like. Zoe's gone. That's why I'm mad. I'm mad because Zoe's gone. I'm I'm a big Lonzo proponent. I believe in like he's gonna cook on the Pelicans. Yeah, hell yeah, he's gonna cook on the Pelicans. Like Lonzo's tough. He just he has a, a huge curb with his shot at least, but he the the what I seen from him playmaking wise, what he could have done with a LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Duo to pass to. I mean, come on, man. He could have had some. I, he could have had a twenty assist game this year. Yeah, easy. He, like, the, the thing, the thing that was made it, that was funny about the Lakers because I do agree that to some people are like, who cares? Anthony Davis, and that's fine. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you pay with the price you need to pay. You get I'm cool with Josh a superstar. Yeah, I'm yeah, cool yeah. With yeah. Brandon Ingram, but like, I like I'm, Ingram a lot, but he, I don't think he fit with LeBron. I don't think he fit with the Lakers. Yeah. Like, that too. Yeah. He, he was like he was he was very excited to leave the Lakers. Yeah, he, he saw seemed, his Instagram. He seemed enthused. Yeah, he was he was <laughs> not not hurt that he left the Lakers. So it was like a weird thing there. It, but it's just funny because like those players, yeah, the players we named fine. Even the number four pick, fine. Like this a lot of people say just picks. a two, three pick. Yeah. But then you start getting to the future picks, the yeah. pick swaps. Yeah. And it's like, why did you why did you throw this in? Because who were you bidding against? Who who were you competing already, with? I mean, because Rich Paul had already chilled the market. He like, did leading up to the trade. That yeah, he, it he was set like it up per- for y'all. Perfect execution on the SI, SI uh, article, by the way. That was yeah, flaw I've never seen. <laughs> now he should have just waited to do that at the end of the year from jump. I don't know why he did that in December, but yeah, no, and no, it worked out in that way fine. Which yeah. all which makes it more confusing because once you realize, hey, the Celtics. They're not going to give up Jason Tatum because Kyrie's going to leave. The only way they would give up Jason Tatum is if they had Kyrie. Yeah, they know they're going to get Kyrie back, but they, Kyrie's been... Yeah, know. he's yeah he's gone. He knows the reports came out that said he doesn't even like living in Boston. Yeah. No, he's, you know, he's gone. Um, but yeah, I was like, what other team... Like, what was the second best offer? The Lakers put out the best offer. I thought the Lakers had the best offer... With those three players and the number four pick, without any future picks, I thought they yeah. had the best offer. Not that they necessarily had the best assets, because I think the Celtics, if they were putting in Tatum or Jalen Brown, oh, yeah. then they would. But they, bro, Danny Ainge isn't gonna do that. No, of he, course, he like he, so. he know, yeah, he's not gonna do that. So it was, I don't think they accounted on losing Horford, but yeah, it it now makes that decision to hang back on the AD trade that much more savvy of them. I don't know. Ainge could have still stuck it out there because they still I mean, he have mad picks. I mean, no, he could have. Like, but I think that yeah, no, he could have. But they had like three first round. They had three first round, and then yeah, and then all mid rounders, and then just kept trading back. And I don't know, but it, they're weird. They they got you know have fun with Gordon Boston, Hayward. Yeah, Boston has like a what? I don't even know what they're going for right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, a year ago, everyone was like, "Wow, Boston." Yeah. The next ten years, Front office, they're set. They're the set forever. Now yeah. here we are. I mean, I do think that they're going to be... They're still going to be good. I think Jason Tatum, now that Kyrie's gone, is going to be back to his rookie year yeah. self. 
Because I don't think Kyrie is the most fun to play with all the time. No. Or sound like the most fun person to have a conversation with. Yeah, I mean, or, I, I just think... <laughs> Look, man, when you got two eyes and he had three eyes, it's hard to connect. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to it's hard to be on that same wavelength. He's on a he's on that whole higher wavelength. Did you see that whole story where um apparently he like they came into a team meeting in the yeah, morning yeah, yeah. press? He's like, What does government <laughs> mean? Yeah, to you? Like, Avery, what does government mean? He had to describe government. Like, in three good morning. <laughs> what does government mean to you? Excuse me? <laughs> like, bro, like, can we just watch some film? Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, man. Can we just watch some film? So, Lakers, so... Back to the Lakers, yeah. Title? Talk about Celtics. We talking about a title now? Um, This season? Possibly. I gotta see what this next move is. I gotta see what July looks like. July's gonna be very interesting. Right. Um, Because I'm hearing things of Kemba. I'm hearing things of Jimmy. I'm hearing things of even... D'Angelo Russell. So, um, there's a lot of things that could happen. So, who who do you want? If you're if you're Rob Plinka, what would, what would be your number to, one option? I'm if I'm Rob Plinka, I'm trying to negotiate. Not necessarily a superstar. I don't know. I haven't been sold yeah, think, on just a third superstar. I just think we need someone, just a cup, two more players who are really really productive. I think Mo Wagner is. Low key awesome, and he's gonna get opportunity to show how valuable he is this season. Um, I don't know, I just really like Wagner, he's cool, really. I, yeah, he, I don't know, like, he, he he's had like some like weird moments where it's like, ah, I don't know <laughs> if he's but I don't know, like, I, I like his I like his game, I, I think he can improve really well still. And I like, I like uh, Michigan's players overall, I like yeah, yeah, you know? that, that's true. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how I feel about. Wagner, but in general, I I mean I can see it. You know you're gonna need him at oh, this yeah, point, but with sure. how the how the lineup is set up. Whole Isaac Bonga thing outside of like maybe like on 2K. He's <laughs> awesome on there. Is like, he? I stopped oh, playing 2K. You, you can de- years ago. Yeah, like you can develop him. Like he, they 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 kind of slice him. Five like <laughs> on there. He's like six six, so you can kind of or six eight, so you can like develop him into something crazy, like next level Sean Livingston or something. Damn. Yeah. See, exactly why I don't play 2K. That's exactly why I haven't bought 2K since like 2K12. Some like weird com- like combos though that sometimes are like, okay, I can see how this would work, kind of. You know, at least let you see how stuff would kind of work on the floor. Although I was kind of done with LeBron when he said he was playing 2K sometimes for strategy. Because <laughs> <laughs> the defenses on 2K, they're not running. It's not like the AI is gonna switch over or someone, even a person. If you're playing them, you can't like run a boxing one. Like you right, can't right. do the stuff that you've seen in the playoffs, where like, all right, this isn't like just regular season, like up and down basketball. Right, right, right. Like, this is slowed down, like yeah, execution. It's hard to simulate that. So, um, I want to see how, just how we're gonna fill out this roster, and I need two to three more just super solid pieces. I have my eyes on someone like Marcus Saul. I'm, I'm, I'm. Is he's a free agent, right? He's a, he is a free agent. I, well, he might have a player option. Mm, you might pick so, that up. So he might pick that up. Yeah. So I don't know. Don't get too excited for Marcus Saul. But if he declines that, come on over. You know who? You remember who drafted? <laughs> What's up? Like, wow, y'all didn't believe in Marcus Saul. Y'all traded him when he was fat. Yeah, yeah, we were super, but you know, <laughs> just we wanted the older brother. Not which is fair. I mean, he was better. 
Hey, Powell, Powell came through, so I I have no complaints on how that whole arrangement. Went. I got beef with Powell, but that's a whole Spurs thing. Oh, yeah, I don't want to get into it. It's okay. Y'all shouldn't even picked him up. I, that, we should karma. We should we should know. Yeah, like I don't know why y'all were looking at him because Pop Pop is washed. Like how many uh, European players are still in right? The you know what? Market? You know what we're gonna do with our first round pick? Draft another guy named Luca from Croatia. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Just gonna get another. Just gonna get another guy. You know, this, the last Luca was good. This guy's gonna be yeah. good. I I, I didn't I'm, like I'm the pick. I'm convinced they have like a wire into like European hospitals. Yeah, I don't. Like, there's something to know who's like oh, this big big middle schoolers coming up <laughs> this year. Like they have to. Like there's no way the Spurs organization doesn't have a wire into all of the dimensions of how people in Europe are. Yeah, well, everyone's catching up now. There's a lot of people with European scouts and stuff too. The Spurs are ahead of the time. Nowadays, yeah. it's gonna be the next team who really invests in Africa. I think is gonna mm-hmm. be equivalent to how the Spurs were back in you know the early two thousands were getting Tony yeah. Parker and you know Manu over in the European leagues. Those African leagues, or not even leagues, but like those development kind of like NBA Africa or whatever. Like yeah. those are those are whoever decides to do that next. Whatever team really dives into that, it looks like Toronto's like one of the teams doing that. Oh yeah, I can see that. Those are that's gonna be apparently there's a lot of talent you over see there. See, I can probably do that. Yeah. That's awesome. See, look, a direct that, a direct product. That's that's amazing, right there. I've also seen, uh, I've heard rumblings of India possibly coming up. Oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like they do be having some random talks. There's people one billion India. people. Now. I mean, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, you might as well like, go look. You know, what I'm saying it's like four. Billion <laughs> like yeah, it, the whole narrative shifts to like is I'm, India the next. I mean, that's I mean that's true. That that is very true. So, Did you know that Yusuf Nurkic? <laughs> The big man from Portland. Yeah. How he got discovered? Did no, you ever hear the story? I deny the story. So his dad was. Um, I just love how he goes at Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's good too. I forget what country he's from, but his dad was a big police officer. Okay. Over in that country, like big as in like he was literally like six ten, seven foot, oh, four hundred pounds. Oh, that's like he was a like almost like an <laughs> urban legend. Like this guy like was like this big ass police officer like just like kicking ass and shit over there. Oh my god. And. The guy who is now Yusuf Nurkic's agent mm-hmm. was like, yo, like, to the police officer, like, do you have any kids? Like, you got any sons? And he was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I have this, I have a, I actually have a son named Yusuf right here. <laughs> right here. Like, literally, he was like, I have this kid named Yusuf right here. And, that, and so he, like, took Yusuf Nurkic under his wing. Oh, my God. Brought him over to the States. Now he's his agent. And here he is, like, all because he just, like. Is his dad still over there being a police officer? I think so. Oh my god! Or I don't know. I don't know how old his dad is now, but I'm pretty sure. Crime rate. <laughs> but apparently, his, yeah, his dad like the same size as him. Oh my god! Oh, you know, genetics had to play some sort of role. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, hey, yeah, like you're, you're a pretty big guy. Like you know, you got any sons? Yeah, and yeah. it just worked out that way. But that's literally how you know it's crazy how how shit like that comes to fruition. Yeah. Uh, it's like the sports equivalent of like curating music or some shit. Like you just yes, gotta like, search for some shit. Literally, like <laughs> just in these random gyms. Like that's how um uh, that random uh, doc that they were showing around the All Star break about Giannis. Yeah, like, yeah. How that was and just how like it was literally just some guy floating looking for just, talent. It's just, just really coming around cool. like wow, this whole family. You're right. Because he has like <laughs> two or three. three younger, yeah, three, two, three younger brothers yeah. or something like and that. He still has like an older brother that still plays. Yeah, yeah. And his, like, I know his younger brother, Kostas, isn't on the Mavs. Yeah, he's on, yeah, he got, um, he was on the Mavs for a little Yeah, he's like in the G League. He goes back okay. and forth. Uh, then, yeah, he has an older brother, I think, yeah. who's, who was on the Knicks for a little bit. 
still has one. I think he has one super younger one who's like only who's like seventeen. Okay, I don't know which. Uh, it's like Alex or Costas. I, I, I Costas is Costas the one is in Dallas. Is in Dallas. Alex yeah. is the youngest one. The youngest I'm pretty one. sure. Okay. I know somebody might fact check us and prove us wrong, but I think off the top of my head that sounds right. Oh, I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm gonna go with yeah, that. It's because it's, um, the older brother is uh, Theonasis. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I have it all down. Yeah, see, so look at us, names. our Ana the Kumpo playing trivia. Right. Like, goddamn. Come on, man. Cut the check, man. <laughs> right. How many how many people <laughs> even know that? How many people are, who are paid don't even know that? Facts. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the Antacumpo little brother name? <laughs> <laughs> we'll hear it on some like morning show. Yeah, like shit. <laughs> uh so the Lakers. Enough about the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about the draft in general? Did you even watch the draft? I did. I was able to catch like a good portion of the first round. All the um people that Everyone was excited to see get drafted, you know, going into the whole event. I caught all that. I saw Zion. It was an emotional affair. Yeah, he was crying. It was. He like, knew he everyone, was a first round pick for like everyone a year. Was crying. Yeah, everyone was crying. Well, it was like, bro, he got up I, there, he cried. If you announce my name and I'm like, whoa, I just, I'm a millionaire now. Yeah. See, I'm gonna be crying too. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro. Like you've been just traveling on buses yeah just I mean granted some of these kids shit, damn they're already millionaires getting paid by colleges oh, and shit sure. but but, uh, I mean, but still it's like a whole different a whole different kind of yeah, like you you in time. it now you, nah you're, you're set yeah you're, you're set like, you're gonna get the endorsement deal you're gonna <laughs> yeah, get facts. the shoe deal facts. you're gonna get the you know and then you can go collect money if you want go go really far in and get those little endorsement dollars like go do the Eastern Motors commercial <laughs> Hey, those are good checks, man. Those are all waiting for you. I'd be doing all the food commercials and stuff. I'd be like, hey, restaurants in this city, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, facts. I'm out here. I, I'd be touching down automatically off that. At the very least, you're getting free shit. Oh, for real. Like, I don't even have to be your... At the very least, just get free stuff. Facts. Just like, hey, he's here all the time. So, what do you think is happening with all these big free agents? So, I'm going to name off some some names. You tell me where you think they're going. All right. Uh, Kawhi. Clippers. Really? That's like a typical answer. I mean, yeah. I mean, but at this point, I feel like it's Clippers or Toronto. I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I honestly me have no I think he's going to stay in Toronto yeah, on a short-term deal. I think he's going to sign like a one-year or two-year deal and stay in Toronto. It's my guess. But I can see Clippers as well. Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant. Golden State, and then they trade him after he gets healthy. I can see that. I, I saw that floating around yeah. as well. I, I, once I heard that, I couldn't unhear it. <laughs> that, that actually makes a lot it of sense. It makes sense. And then, like, he, like, he would be happiest. He would get the most money. Uh, and they would they can, Their to... guilty conscience can be set free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. They're, right. Because, you know, cause, you know just the like, guiltiest thing. Like, hey, like, we'll re-sign you. Like, you can rehab and we'll still pay you. Oh, like, dude. sorry for blowing out your Achilles. Yeah. I, I for no was, reason because we still lost. He was for sure leaving. I, I thought like so. Before. I thought so he too. Was for sure, leaving, and then like he has the injury, and I see like Bob Myers crying on the podium. And I'm just like, this is this plan is all going to shit <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, this is wild. So yeah, between that, um, oh, what's another name? Keep, keep, keep Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah, uh, Brooklyn. Unless LeBron makes the call. I don't think LeBron's pride is going to let him make the call. He's like, I'm good. I got AD now. That's all you, young guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, said, the Lakers can get the cap room. Oh, yeah, true. That's, that's, all. That, that's, <laughs> that's the that's the Palenka talk. You know, and it's actually hilarious because it's not just a Palenka talk. It's actually hilarious, and no one's talked about this at all. Um, but if the Lakers had never paid Luol Deng, 
They wouldn't even be in the situation. Oh my god! They <laughs> paid him so. They paid much him so much money, money and he's money. not on the team anymore. But they had to stretch out his contract over like four or five years. So you're paying Luol Deng five million dollars for another like three years. Oh my god! Where is he? I don't even know. He was on the Timberwolves for a little bit, you know, back with uh, Thibodeau when Thibodeau was a coach. Uh, but I don't know if he's on any team now. Isn't that PTSD from the last go around. It's the only hey look when that's the only person who'll take you you know yeah, sometimes you guys just suck it up but hey it don't matter where he is because he's getting five mil for three more years from the Lakers regardless yeah he's doing whatever regardless as long as he's alive he's yeah. getting that check so oh, shout out to yeah. him Timothy Mozgov was another terrible contract yeah but at least yeah, you guys were, you traded, traded him it. yeah I don't even know what he's doing anymore where's he at I don't know Russia somewhere probably. Maybe. Pooping in Russia, who knows? Russian league. It'll always be random people. Uh, like North Cole, I saw randomly. He's like on some European team. What? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. There's a hey, look. There's there's a lot of checks out there. A lot of leagues oh, out man. there now. That's what, nowadays. That's what I'm saying. Rick Pitino like was like the president of a whole Greek basketball. Well, league. yeah, not by his right? choice. He didn't have any choice. Oh, because well, he, he kind of got ran out. But yes, yeah. There's always there's still opportunity. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's it's like, like, yes, opportunities are out there, even for the Rick Pitinos of the world. Right. <laughs> He's the scariest person in basketball. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> like, a little va- vampire looking guy. Yeah. Very much so. Like <laughs> I think he wore like an all white suit to a game one time, and I was, <laughs> I was very concerned about all of his players. Just like <laughs> I hope y'all do good, or I hope y'all didn't blow on some promise that you made to him, or I don't know, bro. Rick Pitino gives me creepy vibes, bro. But um, yeah. uh, D'Angelo Russell. At first, I would have told you. See, this is why we. This is exactly why we waited to do this because um, to actually even get into this broadcast. Because if we had it earlier, I would have told you the Jazz, but the Jazz went and got Mike Conley. Right. So I don't know where he goes. I've heard Win Horse say he might go to Lakers, and then I heard someone say no, he's definitely teaming up in Brooklyn with Kyrie. No, no. And that doesn't even. in what the world? Bro- Brooklyn wouldn't even allow them. That didn't make no sense. In what world? To have Kyrie, Russell, Dinwiddie, Karis Avert. Like, they just have so many guards. Like, no, that's, just, that's not it. That, that's a... That's a, that's <laughs> a forgot, train. That's I a forgot train. about Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. So, like, they, no. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's, there's too many guys. Like, no. There's... No. The only person who's teaming up in Brooklyn is... Maybe KD will still come if Kyrie goes or something. Yeah, I did hear something about that. But D'Angelo, um, I don't know where he goes. Uh, I've heard uh, the Magic. I think I heard the Magic included on that. I think the Pacers. I've heard as well. The Pacers have a sneaky amount mm-hmm. of cap room. Shout out to the Pacers. They got so much cap room now that Tyreek Evans got kicked out of the oh, NBA. True. <laughs> they got so much cap room now because he was awful, and they signed him to this big deal. Then he was on some hard <laughs> drug. You know how the kind of drugs you got to like be on to get kicked out? Yeah, yeah like, like OJ Bird Mayo, Man. like Birdman. Like you on like opioids or like lean, like. Yeah. Some crazy, crazy, like I'm not Molly. like we, yeah, like some like super duper real stuff. Was doing. Yeah, never heard of, That's never so heard cool. from again. I think I seen him. He was doing some um, tribal ritual or something. What? Yeah, like he had like pulled a. There's like a, a really good portion of the league who are like turned into like very hotep tendencies, like, like Kyrie and his career, third eye. Their career, like you go to Kyrie, we could talk. Um, uh, oh, we we gotta do a, a hotel starting five. <laughs> a hotel starting five. Look, man, you get a lot of money. You know, like that should be getting to you. It's getting oh, to people sometimes. Oh yeah, Mark Stoudemire because he went and played at Israel 
he said because of the whole black Israelite thing. Oh, so that's crucial. That that that's wild. Yeah, that's you're, wild. you're like telling that to the press. <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild. It's different when it's Kendrick Lamar saying it on album. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, not, like, bro, Kendrick Lamar it did, hasn't even visited Israel. You over here, lip, nah. He doesn't have to answer for anything. <laughs> right, like, right. He, he hasn't done anything since that album other than guest verses. He's good. No one's asked him about it. Everyone's forgotten about it. It's cool. Yeah, but Lamar, you, you, you still like in Israel. Like, <laughs> Tel Aviv still dunking on people. He's, he's having great games, by the way. He's I mean, still, yeah, in Tel Aviv, nobody over there is sober 6'6". <laughs> six, six, like... Uh, Jimmy Butler. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Um, I I think the Rockets are low-key sneaky for him. The Rockets or... Um, I don't see the Lakers getting him. So you don't? Yeah, probably not. I, I, think, think, I think he's going to end up staying in Philly. Yeah, like probably. I think that's his safe bet. Just go back at it with Tobias and the rest of them. Why not? That's a good bunch. I mean, like, that's a good bunch. I mean, personally, I wouldn't want Tobias if I was the Sixers. He just he doesn't really seem like he can't really dribble. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it kind of fell apart, but he was there on short notice. I do want to. I want to see them with another go around with a full year with that team. Yeah, that's fair. They, I mean, they traded a lot for those guys. You might as well resign them. Yeah, they traded them. I'm, you know, if I was a Sixers fan, that's what I would want. I would want everyone to come back and give it one more go because. They were kind of like one bounce away from the, yeah. anything happening. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, know. imagine you're the Sixers. You're like, damn, we should have we should have beat the Raptors. Like, Yo, they, they had more talent. Like, Kawhi ripped that heart out, man. So it's crazy. Like, that, that's going. That's a very underrated shot. Like, it through, is through the whole Toronto beating the Warriors thing. Like, the finals itself has been the centerpiece, of course, because it's just been a. I mean, it's the finals. Yeah, it's been the finals, and it's been a crazy final. Like, one of the more entertaining ones that we've gotten. Just because everyone loves a good slugfest when the Warriors are getting beat up. <laughs> it was like 2016 all over again. People were like, oh, I love this. <laughs> like, you know. Um, but I think what's kind of gotten buried through all the board man gets paid is, like, that shot. It's like, wow, bro. Hey, like, don't ask Skip Bayless. He'll tell you it was lucky. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, Skip Bayless was on Twitter saying it was the luckiest shot in my history. Skip Bayless has been wild into that last, like, couple months. He, he hasn't had a good take. Dude. Yeah, he's, he's getting old senile or something. I don't know what's up with Skip Bayless. Um, anybody else that I miss? Uh, Kimba Walker? Kimba. I think Kimba... <laughs> I think Michael Jordan pays him and he stays. Yeah. Like, I mean... They'll talk up the Lakers thing. He's not going to go there. Yeah, probably not. If he was going to go, I thought he was going to go to the Knicks. If anything. Yeah, but he said he didn't want to go to the Knicks. Right. I don't blame him. If you come out there and say you don't want to go to the Knicks and you like a New York product, it's like, wow. Yeah. But yeah. That, Pretty much. That kind of like solves that for me. So. Yeah. I think that's all the big guys. And there are the other guys, you know, like Al Horford. Okay. I, Julius I like, Randle. Yeah, I like people like that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because <laughs> all the other stuff, it's, it's you know. I think These I'll, other ones, we can make good predictions. I feel like we can make really good predictions on. Like um, Julius Randle. Like, I think Al Horford's going to Dallas. Really? Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. Dallas Dal- has a lot of money to spend. Wait, is Deion... Where's... DeAndre Jordan still on the Knicks? He's a free agent now. He's a free agent? Yeah. Who's picking him up? See, like... Yeah. Who's, who's going after people like DeAndre Jordan in the year of our Lord 2019? I don't know, but I wouldn't want him on my team. No. I don't really like him Not that much. Right now. He's like a... He's a kind of a stat chaser. Like, I don't know. I don't really like him that much. Yeah. But Julius Randle... Also, I mean, he doesn't play no defense, but he, hey, he's going to get a bucket. Yeah, he declined that player option 
real quick. Yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's, he's about to get paid. He's about to go to like Phoenix or something. I wouldn't mind that. He can run with him at least. That's what I mean. He doesn't, like, he doesn't go somewhere to get a lot of stats. Not really do shit. Yeah. You know, hey, collect a check. Get that check, man. That's what I'm saying. You got guys like Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, he is a free agent. Yeah. And he's coming off an injury. And yeah. the Bucks may want to do something. Brogdon and Chris Middleton on that team, free agents. Mm. Chris Middleton's getting paid, though. He's getting the max. Yeah. Even though. He doesn't deserve it. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be the team giving Chris Middleton the um, goddamn max. This postseason has been brutal for him. I just but he's still getting the max, so it don't matter. Somebody's gonna give him the max. I just have shades of Otto Porter, just in the back of my mind. I'm not even like a Wizards fan. I just I just like checking on them, make sure they're like <laughs> <laughs> it was there to check on. Like you know, you like want to make sure like some some semblance of normalcy is going on in that organization, and you will just be surprised every time. And they still they they did a draft and don't have a GM. Yeah, how did they do that? Who made those decisions? Just the owner? I, I'm not sure. So like Ted was just. I mean, they. Like, I mean, they have like an interim GM, but they don't plan on keeping him. So like they have people making decisions, and then they're gonna hire someone like here. So we made all these decisions already, but like. Yeah. So take over. Yeah, because they were trying to press down on um, on Masai. Well, so they say they weren't, but that just means they got turned down. Yeah, like that <laughs> definitely got shot down. Yeah, that I, doesn't mean they got turned that down. That was. That was the boldest shot I will say I've seen. They, they said they were going to give him ownership stake. Right. It was a bold shot. I, like, I respect it. I mean, he just built a, a title team, first team ever, like no lottery picks. Like I got that news notification probably three minutes after the final buzzer. <laughs> you know, the finals run. I'm so serious. And it was like the notification from ESPN that told me the Raptors are new champions. Kawhi Finals MVP. When I before we even got the uh, Kawhi Finals MVP notification, I got the Masai Uriji offered right, ownership right. stake ten million dollars. Right, and, right. You know, forty acres, and it was <laughs> just like, whoa! Like they're really trying to press hard. They're like, oh, great, congratulations! Take this new job and celebrate. Right. Like, Did all that and still couldn't get him. Yeah, I mean, it's DC. Chill, man. Hey, DC's it's a DC. nice place. For sports, it's been brutal. It's it's been brutal. I mean, the Caps just, just won. No, yeah, no. Oh, they have. They <laughs> did. They did. They, I, I, the the Caps are definitely in their own bubble. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Very consistent. Just, I was not celebrating the Caps win. I'll just leave that at that. Okay. I was not out on the streets <laughs> parading for the Caps. The Caps won. I was not. I was not at the victory celebration. Well, I mean, you know, everyone was searching for a reason to turn up. I mean, it's not like we're going to get a Wizards parade. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's true. I'm also not even from D.C., so, like, I don't take the same pride. I would not go to the Redskins parade. I don't think, I don't think, I don't only, I would go if the Wizards won, just because I like basketball. Yeah. But I don't think I would go to any other parade, just because, I don't know, I don't like crowds. I wouldn't care, because I don't care about any of the D.C. teams. Like, I don't identify with Washington, D.C. in that way. Like, I'm not from, you know, I'm from, like, I grew up in Bowie. Yeah. Like, I'm not from Washington, D.C. Fair enough. Uh, so, and that's why, like, people were like, oh, well, like, why don't you like your hometown? Like, look, Bowie, the only hometown team I got are the Bowie Bay Sox. Hey. That's the only, that's the only I, hometown I, team I, I got. I wrote the Bay Sox. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, we're literally facts. in the back of like, a few steps. <laughs> yeah, we can see, stadium, the, see like, the fireworks from here. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, uh, that's the only that. hometown team I got if we keep it at 100. None of the Wizards teams are my hometown team. So that's why, you know, I just, like, True. pick my teams how I pick my teams. Keep I, I admired good eras of the Wizards, though. Yeah, no, Gilbert. 
Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler, those are some classic team. teams. You know, they just could, could never beat LeBron. Yeah, a lot of people could say that. I mean, yeah, exactly, literally. Raptors, up until this year, that was like I mean, yeah. story. Don't even get me started, because now I'm going to start thinking about DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been trying hard to just no, let him talk cook. No, I don't. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to talk about talk Demar. About the worst. The worst acne in the league. Uh, I, oh man! I just. Demar, I say it. The less I like I just, it. Just, I. Demar is. I know we, we're gonna run it back with the same team. We got. We still got Aldridge locked up for two more years. Mm. We got DeRozan <laughs> for this year. Then he's got a player option for next year. So I'm looking at the next two years of. Aldridge and DeRozan. We do have a lot of nice young guys. Yeah. So it's not like we're not we're gonna be a playoff team, but it's just like I like Derek White. Yeah, like he's cool. He DeJounte Murray is good. He yeah, towards ACL, people stop was, on him. I think that was like the main derailer. Oh definitely. Like when I mean, that happened that early, I was like, Well I was like, Yeah, yep. Well So DeMar DeRozan's gonna handle yeah, the ball for all, the whole season. Yes. Like Yeah, then we got yeah. So yeah, I mean I think Lonnie Walker's gonna come back and do good. He was yeah, hurt. He's, he's, he's we got a lot good. of young pieces, you know. Um What are we talking chips? With the dip, as our Canadian ambassador <laughs> would say. I mean we're not there no if if that is in terms of rings and we got no dip on no chips, we got no <laughs> chips, like nah. Like right now we're in the worst not even the worst because at least your team, like our team's respectable, but is it like yeah. we're in that first round exit, second round exit range? Like, you like all, you have an air of respectability for the next ten years, though. Yeah, I mean we got a playoff streak to keep alive. You know, twenty two straight don't years. Even talk about what you guys do during the season, like when they talk about your organization. Like whenever Spurs are brought up, they're like, "Oh, he's going to the Spurs." They're a great organization. <laughs> yeah, they're a great, great classy, family to join. Yeah, classy like, organization. Everyone right? else, they talk about how they did last year or like what latest rumors in the. No, it's none of that for the Spurs. It's always, even the whole Kawhi thing, that can all go down. They can literally lose Kawhi. And it's like, this great family. Yeah, I, hate, I like, hate that. No, they don't give any blame to the Spurs for fumbling the bag. Fumbling yeah. the bag, crazy. You had. You know the big three. Mm-hmm. Then you had Kawhi to come and take over, like pass the torch, like just to perfect. keep it going, like literally. And then just fumble the bag. I mean, but if you ask people in this media and Spurs media, local media, they're gonna swear it was all Kawhi who just forced his way out and didn't have nothing to do with the Spurs. The Spurs couldn't help it. Now they're, they're gonna sound so stupid when Kawhi resigns <laughs> in Toronto. They're like, oh, Kawhi just wanted to go to the Lakers. He never wanted to be on the Spurs. Blah 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 blah. blah. And then when they resign with Toronto, it's gonna be another excuse. Like. It's just, you know, it could be worse, I guess. I could be like a Suns fan or something, I guess. You know, it could be worse. I could be, you know, like a Heat fan. I don't I'm know. A Suns fan. It could be worse, I guess, you know, but it's just, I'm just ready for a lot of mediocre basketball in the next couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all it is. My, you know, I got, I got a lot of joy in seeing the Lakers be bad. Now they're good. Now they could be good it's, again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a rough. It was a it was a look. Let, let me tell you, man. From two thousand like eleven. Oh yeah. Like, to two thousand eighteen. It's been it's been a glorious time to be a Spurs fan, man. It was a glorious seven years of just you know went to the finals two years, one and one. Meanwhile, the, the Lakers are just crumbling. Oh yeah. Just. Kobe's getting older. Kobe's getting older. Dwight like Howard. Twi- yeah, the whole, you know, they told word. me that, you know, that, oh, D'Angelo. It was just, Nick Young. It was truly beautiful. It was some of the greatest was some crazy basketball year. It was, 
We had an interesting. We had an ownership change. We oh had, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's there, true. There's a lot of stuff going on. Like the Lakers, low key, aren't the same organization they were. No, not less at all. Than Ten years ago. No, not at all. It's been a great. It's been a great collapse. Truly, it's just been. It's been. It really just warmed my heart. Every time I think about the Spurs now, I think about first thing I think of. Well, you know, we won in 2014. You know, we won five years ago. You know, but you know, not there's like maybe what three teams I can say they've won in the last five years. Yeah, us. The Warriors, the Raptors, and the Cavs. Yeah. That's it. I don't even think the Cavs are going to go out the way to say that. They're going to, like, text LeBron. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, okay, but they won in 2016. Like, you know, they got theirs. You know, you can never take that away. You know, you can't You can't take it away. If we're talking about this whole decade, then the Lakers won this decade, too. There's only, like, what, five, six teams that won this whole decade? Yeah, so, you know, it's like Mavs, Lakers, Spurs, Heat. Yeah, Cavs. yeah, so it's like seven teams or something. You know, so that makes me feel good. That's the number one thing that makes me feel good. And then second... It's just the utter demise of the Lakers, and it's just—I understand. It just—it's been beautiful. You're—you're you're not going to see many times like this. Like I'm not. I'm really not. I know it's only a matter of time. You, you know, they got Anthony Davis seen now. What, what the league has stored for us, like we got the number four pick. Uh, yeah, like we were. It was we, only a matter. Of, you know, we were a few games out of missing <laughs> or, or making the playoffs. Yeah, we ended they, up with the number four pick. Yeah, I, you know, the jig was up. I knew. You know, it was only a matter of time. But it was, you know, it was a fun ride. You know, it'll make it that much better if, you know, you guys don't make it, you know, past the second round this year. <laughs> and then the great thing about this wow. trade, and then the great thing about this trade, the best thing about it, all these picks, we set up for another, like, oh, maybe yeah. five-year run of yeah, just more, if, you know, if you guys don't win a ring in the next, like, two, three years, the trade's going to be looking kind of iffy, because then LeBron's yeah, going to be... Like, this Anthony a, Davis will stick it out in LA. No, no, Anthony Davis will stick it out, for sure. But That's a big selling point, though. No, I mean, sort of. A big, like a big, like that's gonna. I mean, you should get someone else. There's way less, like, there's way more uh, talented guards in the league than there are talented big men. That's true. We have a, we have probably one of the most notable big men in the league, top three maybe. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, you know, no, the future, the future, and wings will come and go. Right. But like, if you have like a 26 year old big man who's just like, all right, well, even if all this strikes out. I'm making the most money I've ever made in my life here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Anthony Davis got set up. The Lakers are good for the next couple of years, too. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, you know, five years from now. Oh, yeah. It yeah. could be It could be ugly. It's reload time. <laughs> hey, we want to, like, trade this. It's like, hey, you guys have no draft Yeah, picks. you have no. Yeah, literally. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And Plinko's like, eh, I probably won't be here. LeBron's like, eh, I probably won't be here. <laughs> so, fuck it. You know, let's just trade these picks and just win right now. I, I say we go for Bob Myers. I was saying that earlier. I was saying we should go offer Bob Myers a job, like just making the offer. Yeah, I mean, it's, it wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be a bad thing. He has the ties with the Lakers, I think. Yeah, to some extent, and he worked with Jerry West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so something like that. I know he's with the he's with the oh, Lakers. I don't know, but as long as Genie's the look, as long as Genie's the owner, you uh-huh. know, I got a lot of faith and hope that she's gonna mess it up in some way because she only, she only hires her friends. And all, apparently all her friends were stupid. The, the most concerning thing with Jeannie, and, and I thought it was okay for a while, because compared to Jim, Jeannie is still amazing. I mean, for whatever value that holds, yes. Yeah, there's some value in that. I mean, I, I suppose, like, for I whatever that's worth. Those, those Jim years are way more vivid for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, that's I'll, fair. I'll just say that. Jim, Jim Buss... You know, he wasn't even interested in basketball. He yeah, didn't not even really. Pretend to be. Yeah. He he was into surfing and his like cover band, <laughs> like so. You know, I don't think 
making sure that we had good post defense was in his top priorities because we were profitable. So, Jeannie uh, didn't concern me until I heard the stuff about Kurt Rambis and his wife getting back into the organization. Yeah. And then I had. The, <laughs> yeah. The that was not the best. Yeah, not the best look. That was, that's honestly scary. Like, everything Kurt Rambis touches. Turns to shit. Immediately. <laughs> it's almost. Turns to shit. He's, uh, he has, like, one of the worst coaching records coaching Records I've seen. Executive. Yeah, it's, it's like rough. literally anything he goes near is is bad. And his highlight moment from his whole career is like literally just him getting clotheslined. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's really rough for me. Hey, to he really, took that clothesline like a man. Like, he did. He did. It was the eighties though, so I, Lord knows what he was like. I don't. I don't know what athletes were doing. Yeah, that's true. 80s. Also like, true. Yeah, the drug the drug policy was not the same. No. So yeah, it is what it is though. But. It's good talking to you. Yeah. Good talking with you. You know, plug uh, plug some social medias for the people. Oh, yeah, man. So you can catch me um, everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It's uh, Shogun Supreme. Uh, and you can catch my brand, The Factory, at T-H-F-C-T-R-Y on no vowels. SoundCloud. Fuck vowels. Yeah, no, fuck vowels, man. <laughs> vowels are outdated <laughs> and are super, come on, man. Those are VCRs of... The alphabet. So Thanks. we <laughs> we 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 have way better things to, to take care of. But find us at the factory T H F C T R Y on SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Bandcamp, just anywhere you can stream music and definitely check us out, man. For so sure. I, I gotta thank you for 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 coming through. No, of course. I mean, like right. I said, this was overdue. You know, I'll have you back on, especially once we get into free agency. You know, oh, maybe yeah. maybe once this Laker team fully forms out, you yeah, know, we can have, like, you know, we'll have a a, we'll, a, re, a review. Yes, yes. Because yeah, there's not many players or things to. <laughs> Is this a lot of speculation <laughs> right now? This is a lot of speculation. It's hella speculation. A lot of speculation. Well, all right, man. Appreciate awesome, you, man. bro. Yep. Yeah, yeah.